We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app championing the core conservative principles of limited government individual liberty free enterprise and traditional values this is the john whitmer show on 98.7 and 1330 knss carry on my There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I want to remind you to stay informed with up-to-the-minute news while working from home, homeschooling the kids, Just download the Odyssey app or tell Alexa or Google Home to play KNSS Radio. If you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course, make sure you like and follow The John Whitmer Show on Facebook. It's uh, the, The John Whitmer Show. You can follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. So, you know, in addition to uh, the folks that we got to meet, we obviously played the interview earlier with, uh, with House Majority Leader Dan Hawkins, but it was great to see members of our federal delegation. Senator Roger Marshall was in town. We saw, I bumped into Congressman Tracy Mann, and I had an opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with Congressman Ron Estes, and we'll play that for you now. Congressman, I appreciate you taking a few minutes to step outside of the convention floor. You can probably hear it in the background. Let me get right to, obviously, the big pressing news of the day. We're going on, I think, well, almost three weeks now, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. It seems like there's no end in sight. What are you hearing uh, from Ukraine? Have you heard any of the, the latest news that we may not be hearing? Yeah, uh, yeah it, it, it just highlights how dangerous the world still is, that there's evil people like Putin who actually want to dictate uh, and control the world. And, it, it, you know, it, what, what's been disappointing to me was, you know, the, the impact and the impression that the Biden administration gave the world that we were weak. I mean, you go back to look at Afghanistan and and how we were surrendered and ran out of Afghanistan. Uh, What's been optimistic, though, is the European Union is is actually standing up. I mean, that's the first time in in many years that they've stood together in terms of saying, you know, we're not going to allow one European country to be assaulted by any uh, buddy that wants to go attack it. So that's been a positive sign from that standpoint. 
obviously your heart goes out to how bad it is for for the Ukrainian citizens and, and the the turmoil that Putin is causing going through there and the disruption and the death that he's causing and and but it's uplifting to see uh, President Zelensky and and the Ukrainian people fight for their freedom and that's something that we can't ever forget that freedom's worth fighting for and we need to continue to doing that that we need to continue to help them get them the weapons that they can actually fight back against this bully that's coming in from Russia. You know, we had the opportunity to talk to Senator Moran on the show last week, and it was just fascinating to hear he had had the opportunity to be on a call with President Zelensky. And I don't mean to necessarily pick on our president at a time of crisis, but the leadership, the striking difference in leadership between their president and ours, you know, we're looking at a situation right now where Joe Biden goes to Delaware every weekend. I mean, it just seems like he doesn't, he cares, but he doesn't seem to care, or it's not a high enough priority to him. Yeah, it really is uplifting to the world, really, to see President Zelensky staying in in country, staying home, fighting for his home, fighting for his country. And, and, you know, freedom is important. I mean, people need to fight for that and, and stand up for that. And, and we need more of that in the United States. You know, the United States citizens, typically, we, we allow a lot of crap to happen before we stand up and fight. And, and now people are starting to stand up and fight for, for our country. And, and, you know, Zelensky, President Zelensky is a great model to follow in terms of doing that. And, and it's, it's a positive and it's an uplifting sign for, you know, freedom-loving people everywhere throughout the world. Senator Moran mentioned that he didn't feel there was any real support in the Senate for anything in the way of U.S. troops, military support. In that regard, are you hearing anything in, in the House for us to actually have boots in the ground or get involved in any way along those lines? I don't think that the country would want that, but do you hear any support along those lines? I, I'm not hearing much support in, in the House uh, around having U.S. troops in the ground to help with the fight uh, there. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough diplomatic issue in terms of talking about uh, the problem is we should have sent defensive weapons into Ukraine when they asked for it. You know, last fall when when it was approved, they had the authorization. The Biden administration fell through and didn't to get that job done. And so it, it's made it tougher for the Ukrainians to stand up and do their support. The issue you get into is right now Ukraine's not a member of NATO, so it, it doesn't fall under the umbrella of you know if a NATO country's attacked, that all of NATO would would come to its defense. And and that was the whole uh, aspect of why you set up NATO to do that. Uh, but I, it, I don't know that there's going to be a, a big impact of, of uh, just there's it, it's a, a bigger issue to step up and have U.S. troops doing the fighting as well. We're talking with Congressman Ron Estes. I know, you know, it's interesting. Biden now blames uh, Russia for high gas prices, inflation. Uh, no one's buying that at home. Are, are they buying that in the halls of Congress? No, they're not buying that. And, and actually, that's a piece that they're going to try to recre- reinvent history and try to recreate a whole different story. You know, you look back to, to when President Biden was sworn in uh, in January, January 20th of uh, 2021. Gas prices across the country were $2.20. They were less here in Kansas. They were, you know, $1.67. Uh, and, then, and then you look uh, a year later, uh, Biden's gas prices went up over a dollar ten a gallon. In in Kansas, they doubled. Uh, and and so the 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 reinventing history that they're going to try to do, they're going to try to blame Putin instead of these bad policies that Biden put in place. And what we really need to do is make sure we have good 
permanent policies in place so that when an evil bully like Putin tries to do one of these stunts and, and attacking a country like Ukraine or other countries uh, that we're not we're not under the bad influence of bad policies that have come out of the Biden administration. You know, speaking of bad policies, they're still not willing to open the Keystone Pipeline to look at new oil releases, you know, or leases. All they're talking about is old leases that aren't working and, you know, throw opening the strategic reserve for 30 million gallons. I mean, it was worthless. Yeah, they really don't understand what they're talking about. And then, you know, the, the, the leases that are out there already, when you do the lease options out there for federal land, a company comes in and bids and says, well, I want to prospect on that land and maybe it has oil, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it has a pipeline to and, it, yeah. And, and a lot of these land, the leases that aren't being developed, are because there's not the good prospects of oil being right. there. So you actually make an investment and pay the lease to the federal government without expectation that all of them are going to be drillable and, and, and actually become having productive wells there. So that's a piece that they really misunderstand inside the Beltway when they don't really know what the real world's like. And what what President Biden did was cutting down on those leases means that we can't go into productive areas and, and produce more energy. You know, when, when you have energy independence, which we had during the President Trump years, I mean, the world's a safer place. Not only is gas cheaper in the United States, but also countries like Iran, countries like Russia can't attack and can't create mischief. I mean, Iran's not wasn't attacking Israel uh, during the Trump administration. In fact, the Abraham Accords came out and the Middle East right, was a yeah. safer place than ever before. Russia wasn't attacking the country of Georgia or the U Ukraine or, or the Crimean part of Ukraine uh, because they couldn't threaten the United States to cutting off oil. And, and that's what Biden or that's what Biden's policies have created, which allows Putin to come back and do that that horrible attack. And, and same thing with inflation. You know, when you when you look at what what President Biden did on inflation and his ARPA bill that he wanted to pass in his first hundred days so that he can say he had a success, you know, inflation started the next month, right after that bill passed. And the his Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, uh, said, oh, well, it's only transitory. Yeah. It's, it's not a big issue. Problem for the rich. And, the, and they got they got the Federal Reserve to say the same thing. And and what we've, we're saying at the same time is that, no, this is, this is being baked in. This is being over and over again. And we've seen it getting worse and getting worse and getting worse. And, and just, just this week, it's come out with 7.9% year-over-year inflation. And... Now Secretary Yellen saying, well, we're probably going to face over the next year a very uncomfortable rate of inflation because of that, because they won't address the issue that they've caused over the last year. And we need to make sure that it, the, the suffering of Americans uh, is, is fought back on and that we get back to a point where we have good economic growth that allows people to, to, to buy the food they need to do, to buy the gas they need, to heat their home. Well, and meanwhile... Joe Biden's solution is everybody just needs to buy a Tesla. Yeah, so. <laughs> which which is lunacy in terms of that standpoint because I mean at the end of the day a Tesla gets electricity and electricity <laughs> comes from either 
a natural gas plant or a coal plant or a nuclear plant. Um, you know, it doesn't come out of thin air. And that's a piece that they don't understand. I, I don't think they, they get that. They, they, they don't want to get it because they want to, they've got their blinders on in, in terms of their mantra. Congressman, always a pleasure. Thanks for coming back. You're always great about coming back to the district, and it's nice to see you again. Well, it's great. Good seeing you, and I, I love talking to, about the issues that are going on and, and being able to, to talk to your listeners. Thanks, Ron. Thank you. Great conversation with Ron Estes at the state convention. He then went out and stood at his booth and just talked and was able to be accessible for his constituents, something you always appreciate in your elected representatives. We'll be taking your calls at 845, but coming up after the break, I'll talk with Max Nelson from the Freedom Foundation, who has uncovered millions in fraudulent paycheck protection program loans that went to the teachers' unions, even though they weren't eligible for the loans in the first place. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 